Employment and Industrial Laws in Test for Determining Employer-Employee Relations Addition Control Test The control test, which is also known as the traditional test, refers to the level of control of the employer over his or her employee. The control by the employer possibly arise from the division and enforcement of jobs, times, and work time. The test is named the control test as it has adopted the definition given by his lordship Bramwell B in the case of Yuen's v. Noak in 1880. In the Malaysian case of Chi Hin Ko, Pera, 1960, all the sawmill workers made claims that the company did not make any contributions to the EPF in accordance with the Employees Provident Fund Ordinance 1951. In this case, the court used the control test to decide the status of the workers who made the claims. From the observations made, the court decided that all the saws belonged to the company. The workers worked at the factory. Therefore, the company did not have control over the workers. However, the company had the right to reject any wood that was wrongly sawn and also the right to dismiss the workers collectively. Based on this, court decided that the workers were not employees as, as per the contract of service. Thus, the company did not have any responsibility to make contributions to the EPF. The control test has its inherent weaknesses. The measure of the degree of control is to ascertain if a worker is an employee or not becomes less effective because in the modern industrial setup, there are several specialists who monopolize a particular skill or specialty. Thus, the degree of control becomes less or loose. The same is the situation where an employer has many employees. Employment and Industrial Laws in Test for Determining Employer-Employee Relations Addition Organizational Test The organizational test is also known as the Integrational Test. It refers to the fact that the employees are an essential group to the organization. The degree of importance of the employees to the organization reflects the fact that they form part of the organization and are not merely parties or groups that function as complements of the organizations. Multiple tests. Multiple tests or the mixed test refers to the entire situation. In other words, all the related and relevant factors are considered. In the case of Short v. Henderson 1946, four criteria was used to ascertain whether a worker is an employee or otherwise. They are the power of choice, wages or remuneration, the right of suspension and dismissal and also the right of control. In the case of Moran v. Swinton, Paddlebury Borough Council 1965, the factors looked into by the courts include number of working hours, the number of working hours, geographical limitation of work, types of wages, method of appointment and termination, tax situation, the rights of ownership over the tools of trade and the skill and also the perception of the society as regards to the worker. Composite test, the essential element that exists to decide upon the employer-employee relations using the composite test are the consent to work by the employee is the consideration for the wage given from the employer. Apart from that, the employee also uses his skill to perform the tasks and responsibilities given to him by the employer. Consent to work that is implied or expressed to carry out tasks and responsibilities. Apart from that, as an employee, He is also subjected to a sufficient and reasonable degree of control by the employer and the provisions and rules in the contract of service must be in compliance with the principles of a contract of service as stipulated by the laws.
determination of the elements of labor relations by the court. The courts in Malaysia often use a mixture of various elements. The following are the elements that the courts have considered in deciding employer-employee relationship. One, the employer's right in controlling the worker, especially in situation where the skill level is simple or the degree of greater control. Two, whether the worker is a part of the business. Three, if the worker has agreed to partake of the profits and losses, then this is evidence that there is no contract of service between both parties. Four, the factor as regards the ownership of the goods and its supply is also important, especially where they belong to the individual who has agreed to work and the goods are of high value. Five, the right of exclusiveness to the work performed, though not conclusive, is indicative of employer-employee relationship. That always remember... The courts also look and study the terms of the contract of service. The contract of service may contain express or implied terms as stated in S.10.1 Employment Act 1955. The provision a contract of service for a specified period of time exceeding one month or for the performance of a specified piece of work where the time reasonably required for the completion of the work exceeds or may exceed one month shall be in writing. This provision is an example of an express term that has to be followed. For deciding upon the implied terms, the courts shall use the following test, business efficiency test and authorized observer test.